reached the Entertainment Hotline, a chatter podcast. Listen as celebs dial in to chat with Anita Annabelle. Chatter.com.au and Media Week's Head of Entertainment. Dial 1 for movie stars. Dial 2 for streaming stars. Dial 3 for TV stars. Dial 4 for music stars. Or press 0 to speak with the star of the show herself, Anita. Hello and welcome to a short yet fun episode of the Entertainment Hotline. I am your host and Head of Entertainment at Media Week and Chatter, Anita Annabelle. Twisted Metal is a high-octane action comedy based on an original take by Rhett Reese from Deadpool and Paul Wernick from Zombieland. The series follows John Doe, played by Marvel's Anthony Mackie, a motormouth outsider with no memory of his past, who is offered a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to make his wish of finding community come true but only if he can successfully deliver a mysterious package across a post-apocalyptic wasteland. With the help of Quiet, a trigger-happy car thief searching for revenge, played by Stephanie Beatrice, he faces twisted marauders driving vehicles of destruction and other dangers on the open road, including a highway patrolman and a deranged clown who drives an all-too-familiar ice cream truck. In this episode... I had the absolute fortune to chat with Stephanie Beatriz, most famous for Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Encanto, about her very, very physical role, what it was like working with Anthony Mackie, and she also gives advice to her teen self. Twisted Metal premieres on July 27, only on Stan. Here's Stephanie Beatriz. How are you? Good, how are you? Uh, you look gorgeous. Yeah, same. <laughs> oh, thank you. It's seven o'clock this morning. It's a seven o'clock in the morning here, so I just kind of rolled out of bed for this. Love it. Have you been to Australia before? I have not. I've wanted to go. My husband has very good friends that live in Australia, so I'm hoping like in a couple of years we can take a trip with our kid. No way. Whereabouts in Australia? They live, it's, uh, this is so embarrassing, it's near a beautiful beach. Bondi, there's a lot of those. Bondi. A Bondi? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they probably yeah, live yeah, really, yeah, yeah. really close to me. Anyway, I'm so thrilled to be chatting to you this morning. I mean, Twisted Metal, this is such a cool show. I'm not like usually into like the post-apocalyptic, but then I watch this and I'm like, this is so great, so funny, so Happy. epic. And this is such a different role for you. So what, what really excited you about it? Well, the first thing that really excited me was that Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick were executive producing this and the tone of their stuff, you know, anyone that's seen Deadpool or Zombieland understands that they have a really particularly strange and funny, dark gallows humor. And I just love that kind of stuff. It's like my favorite kind of humor. And then I read the scripts by Michael Jonathan Smith. MJ is our showrunner and he wrote the scripts with um, a small writing staff and like they were just phenomenal. They were true page turners. I burned through those scripts all in one day. I was reading them all out loud to my husband and my sister because I couldn't get over how exciting the series was as the episodes kept unfolding. And so I just knew I had to audition for it. And then when I auditioned, Anthony and I just really got along like gangbusters. And I think you can see it in the series. Like the chemistry that we have is really palpable. And it's really fun. And 
funny. And that's my favorite kind of stuff. It is so funny. That's one thing that, that really surprised me was like how funny it was. And before we talk about Anthony, I do want to talk about your character. I mean, your character's name is Quiet, which is without giving any, anything away, like you really say nothing. Um, but how do you build a character? <laughs> how do you build a character like this when there's not much script for you? Well, you have extra time on your hands because you don't have to memorize any lines. So you can think. And that's what I did. I thought about how her backstory and everything leading up to this moment, the, when you first see her on screen, informs who she is. And it was really fun. It was it was actually really freeing to just be able to act with your eyes and, and your face. You can tell a lot of story about what's going on under the surface with just how you feel and how that comes out through your eyes. Did it take you back to drama school? <laughs> it did not. It did not. This is way better than the scenes that we were doing in drama school. But it was really, I, I will say it was really fun and like very, very freeing. Oh, I love because in drama school, like you learn how to be like a tree or like, a, I don't know if they do that in America, but in Australia, it's oh, like, yeah, we do. sway yeah. like the tree. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you touched you on this that. before, but um, Anthony Mackie, I mean, what a legend. And to have the two of you together is a bit of a powerhouse combo. It must have been so exciting to be working with someone like him. What was the best thing about working with him? The best thing about working with Anthony is he's extremely, extremely dedicated to his craft. He is a consummate professional. He's always ready to try anything. He, he is probably one of the most talented actors I've ever seen like witnessed work because he just is so adaptable, adept. He's quick on his feet. He's funny. He's smart. He's willing to look like an idiot, which I think is like, you got to have that to have like freedom in your work and be funny. You got to be willing to look like a dumbass and he's willing he's like willing to do whatever it takes to get the laugh or to get the moment right and he's in incredibly uh gifted at um maybe it's it's probably a gift but it's also practice like he's great at stunts like he's a really great driver he's phenomenal at learning fight choreography and executing it in a very time pressured situation um yeah, I learned a lot by watching him. And speaking of, you know, being a lot of the choreography, I mean, that your role was so physical. I mean, how did you prepare for that? And there's like you hitting your head against cars and... I had a baby. <laughs> I had a baby before we started shooting. What? Uh, anyone who's had a baby knows what I'm talking about. Like, you feel like, oh, well, I did that. I mean, this is going to be a piece of cake, you know? Um, <laughs> It was, she was born in August. So we started shooting in May, I believe. So that's August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May. So a little older than six months, uh, nine months. She was nine months when we started. Um, but yeah, I was, I like, I was, I mean, I wanted to do action so badly. And like, I wanted to, I, I got a tiny taste of that on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but mm. I really scratched that itch on this show. I mean, it was so fun to learn from these incredible, incredible, incredible people, these stunt choreographers, our stunt people, our stunt doubles. Like the fights were so, I, I think they come across on screen as really like, um, 
they look real. They look like they're really happening, right? They really do. And, and and like we got to do a lot of that because we were given the opportunity and the trust to do it. And you know, Anthony almost did all almost all of his stuff. There's obviously there's some things that are way too dangerous for either one of us to do, but like. I think it's really fun in the series when you can see our faces in the shots and you know, as an audience member, like, oh, that's that actor. They're, they're really doing that. And, and like, it was t- truly a pleasure to do. And I have a dance like background, you know, from in the Heights, like I know how to learn choreography. And so like that comes in really handy. I think Jennifer Lopez has talked about that too in interviews where she's like, I have a dance background. You just apply the, the same kind of thing to learning fight choreography. That is so interesting. Yeah. I it's just never also, thought like, about that you might also get like a giant bruise on your arm from falling over. You know, it's like usually that doesn't happen in dancing. So, But I mean, you are so multi-talented. It is actually quite amazing. I mean, even hearing you sing an Encanto and then like that you're a dancer and an actor and now, now an action star. I mean, how cool to have all of this in your remit. It's very, very cool. It's I'm, I'm, I'm very lucky that I've had writers and directors trust me and trust that, I can bring something fresh to the table and bring different parts of myself to the table. You know, I'm, I'm really lucky in that way. And I'm, I'm extremely grateful, particularly to Michael Jonathan Smith, MJ, our showrunner who, who came to me with this and was like, I really want you to audition for this. I want you to be a part of it. Um, and it was like really a gift working with him. I actually forgot one thing in the, the rattle off of how talented you are. You're very funny. But also, I mean, this is this is a post-apocalyptic seven o'clock in the morning. Can't say that word. Post-apocalyptic, <laughs> based on a game. Yeah. I mean, did you were you ever a gaming type of person? You know, the the PlayStation was and still is. It's a very highly valued piece of equipment. And when I was a kid, we couldn't afford one. But I would go over to my friends' houses, and a lot of my adolescence was hanging out playing video games and like. It was a, like a place where, I mean, you just like hang out in someone's living room or basement and play video games for hours and hours and hours. And I have good friends that are just like so excited to see the series because they were obsessed with Twisted Metal when they were kids or when they yeah. were teenagers, you know? And like, that's really cool to be able to be a part of this reimagining of a game that so many people really love. I, I actually love watching other people play. Which Is that weird? No, it's really <laughs> fun. I mean, there's, there's like whole like, channels on the internet that are like dedicated to just watching people play video games you know what i mean like it's a thing people do it's a way to like it's also a way that like when i was an adolescent it's a way like you bonded with your friends you just like hang out and order pizza and play video games all afternoon into the night oh god those were the days weren't they back then way back then now i do have kings we didn't know we were kings the youth is wasted on the youth. <laughs> I do have one question. Speaking of your adolescence, if there was one piece of advice that you had for that young girl, knowing what you know now, what do you think that would be? Oh, that's so hard. Because it was just one piece of I mean, I would like, honestly, I would like leave a whole journal of like, <laughs> Avoid, you know, this person, um, maybe invest some savings. Uh, don't pick at your skin, you know, like there, there would be, it's too hard to be like one thing. It's, it would be like an entire like journal Bible and I would hide it somewhere where I would know she would find it. 
Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think I could, I could, I cannot narrow it down to one thing. My adolescence was such a tumultuous, horrifying time. <laughs> like, I really need well, help. <laughs> well, I'll be, I mean, I really wish I could read this journal now, but thank you. Thank you so much. You're so lovely. And I hope to see you in Australia soon and hopefully down near Bondi, which is be amazing. literally five minutes from my house. So how was he of me? Very. Thank you so much. <laughs> Congratulations on this role. It's really fabulous and you, you absolutely knocked it out of the park. Thank you so much. Thanks for calling the Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle. You can find us on Instagram at the entertainment underscore hotline pod or visit us at chatter.com.au. The Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle is a proud Chatter podcast.